All right, welcome to Lacrosse Talk. We have, hey, sounder guy. Rick, put the sounder in. All right, no show sound today. I'm reading like nine different stories at this point. And it's, it feels weird without the sounder guy. Or Christmas music. Maybe I should do it. I'll just do it. Here we go. Sounder guy. Go. This is Lacrosse Talk PM, <laughs> where your voice matters. Your chance to weigh in on the issues. Right, we could just turn him down. All right, what do you guys want to talk about? I was watching the Kruk hearing a little while ago. Alan Kruk. I want to say, I will say John Kruk at some point in time. Because he was a Philadelphia Philly, I think. And that's just the guy's name in my head. Your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Solo. There it is. Now I feel like I feel, I feel like I have to have that muscle memory. The show starts when the guy yells my name. The sounder guy. I don't know his name. Uh, Tom is texting a show before the show. He's t- Tom's setting the agenda here today. Tom he says, uh, he texts in, before the show even starts, in my humble opinion, this was a very cricket, cricket election. On both sides, crooks all of them. Do we do cricket, cricket? Are we just, I guess, what would we, chirp, chirp? A very, no, that would be like a bird. I don't know. How do you write a cricket sound? I don't know how to do that. But yeah, I get it, Tom. It was a pretty, pretty boring election. Nothing happened. I mean, more people voted than ever before. And one side says, half those people are dead, but only in the Democratic counties. The other counties are good. The Wisconsin Supreme Court said today, um, no, we're not going to hear that. <laughs> we're not going to hear your lawsuit. Uh, as as most courts have said, or just, I don't know. Seems a little ridiculous. It, it does. The, the other side of this is that it's just a money-making scheme for Donald Trump to keep getting people to donate. He keeps claiming that the election was a rigged, so that you, and then he wants more money, you need to donate so that he can fight the government or the, what is it, the deep state or all that stuff. And then you donate, right? I think he's raking in some pretty good money. But he gets, I read one story somewhere, someplace, that he gets to use that money for whatever he wants. So he can golf. But he has his own golf courses, so he wouldn't use it for golfing. Maybe he'd use it on golf shoes. So go ahead and donate. I, I'm sure it's funny that Donald Trump would need money, though he does. It doesn't he owe like 400 million dollars to some entity? Um, Joe. Oh, Joe is calling in. Good, Joe. Go ahead. I do believe the how you write the noise of the cricket is actually the word cricket. I'm not what they're named after. I do believe is the noise. Well, that's what, and that's what he did. But it just got to me. Got me to thinking. Like you hear the. Like, how would you even spell that? How do you spell cricket? I think like it's a, cricket. I think it's cricket. I think the noise right. is that. I think it's spelled out how no, the noise he, is. No, you're totally right. He does. You do just type cricket. He did two crickets, though. So cricket, cricket. Like, I don't cricket, know. I think cricket, you just need. Cricket, cricket. Yeah, you know, he, I like think you just need. I think uh, we'll, we'll edit Tom's text. In my humble opinion, this was a very crickets election. I think crickets <laughs> is a verb there, Tom. Let's make it a verb instead of, I don't know if that's a noun or an adjective. I don't know. 
Uh, it's been too, been too long since I, I took the uh, English class, and <laughs> though I probably should know that since I'm talking for a living, but everyone could tell that I, I, I don't know any of the rules anymore. Mark it red pen and send it back for correction. Yeah, right. I'm just going to – I'll print it off, and then, uh, Tom, send me your address, and I'll send you this graded paperback on your uh, your text. That's all you there got, you Joe? Go. Really? That's uh, that, that was a refreshing call. I, I really appreciate uh, – we just, I, I felt like Joe, there's, you know, and I got a couple of Joes that call. So, but this is Joe who's going to tell me that, uh, that, uh, the, the election was rigged, Joe. I thought that was that Joe. I think he'll probably call right back in a couple of minutes. Hey, I'm going to have Tim Grinke on, the Lacrosse County District Attorney. And he's going to talk about this John, John Crook. There, I did it. Uh, Alan Crook hearing. We could talk Phillies baseball from the 90s, too. We could talk 90s baseball. I'm really good at talking 90s baseball. Anything past the 90s, no good. But for some reason, when the Atlanta Braves were on TBS, uh, I would watch baseball. (laughs) Or I would like the Braves. Well, they were really good, too, right? So I would just watch baseball. I think the Phillies were maybe their rivals at that point in time. Um, So, yes. So we're going to have Grinky on to talk about. We could talk about. He's a district attorney, so he's he's going to know some of this stuff. So we could talk about the Supreme Court um, throwing out uh, not not the, or however you I don't know how you want to phrase it. We can ask him. I'm I'm there's too many things going on for me to like be become an expert in all these, which is what we're all doing, right? We're we're trying to become experts in um, election fraud and how an election commission works and all the voting rules and all the absentee rules. So we become there. We're also trying to be epidemiologists. We're also trying to say epidemiologists. Uh, We're becoming virus experts, uh, how viruses are spread. We've we've become experts on the flu. We've become experts on COVID-19. We've done that. And and now um, we're also going to ask Grinky about Kyle Rittenhouse because we've become experts on gun rights, uh, self-defense, uh, murdering people versus self-defense, uh, when and when and why or when and you should and shouldn't have a gun, uh, when it's illegal, but it's not illegal if you're crossing state lines in 17. As long as you're killing people in self-defense, then it's fine. Um, yeah, we could do all that. Like, what other what other things are we becoming? Vaccines. We're becoming vaccines experts. We shouldn't take them because they're going to give us autism. And stuff like that. I'm actually going to have uh, a friend of mine, Chris Main, come on. I sh- I call him a friend, but really, Chris and I, vital. Uh, we're very much enemies in the paint in the post. Uh, when we get into the onto the basketball court, most of the time we're enemies. So I I shouldn't call him actually. I shouldn't call Chris Main a friend. I would call him an enemy. But he's a vaccines expert. He works at Viterbo, and uh, he's probably uh, where is it? I think. Uh, immunologist and geneticist so that stuff right so i'll just bring these people on to talk about the things that we all pretend to be experts about right um all right let's see caitlin doing the news brad will be back sometime although brad did text me and say said he watched the crook hearing so maybe brad if you are listening i think he's listening he's like this is brad's vacation as he stays home and listens to my show uh brad if you want to call in and talk about what the judge said at the end because I listened to the Kruk hearing all the way up until the judge talked. And then once the judge talked, I had to uh, do the newscast. I had to do an interview. I hit pause on the video to watch so I could you know, come back to the video, Zoom meeting, 
And when I came back to watch the rest of the Zoom meeting, they delete the video. Like once the Zoom is over, it's like live television. You don't get to go back and there's no uh, DVRing uh, lacrosse county hearings apparently. So whatever the judge said, I don't know. But Brad, watch it. So maybe I'll bug him. Maybe we'll bug him. All right. Kalen's going to do the news and Brad on vacation, but maybe we'll make him work for about five minutes uh, after the news. We'll be back after this. All right. Welcome to the most wonderful time of the year. 5 p.m. Lacrosse Talk p.m. Ah, good one. 608-785-7914. Joe's on hold. Wait, wait a couple minutes, Joe. Brad Williams. Wisdom News is Brad Williams calling from... Uh, the Caribbean, Brad? Are you down in the Caribbean? No, no, I'm not from the Caribbean. <laughs> not from that the Caribbean. That would be nice. That would be nice if I was calling from there. It would be funny no, if I'm... you were literally from the Caribbean too, because you don't look like you would be from mm, the Caribbean. No, no, I'm, I'm, I think I may be a distant relative of Andy Williams. Oh yeah, uh, is it? My, my mom thought I, I looked like my high school graduation picture looked like Andy Williams. Well, that's why I played I that actually, song. And I actually got to see Andy. It is. Christmas show, December 2nd, 1988 at the Lacrosse. December 2nd. That was yesterday. Couple, that was yesterday. A couple years ago. Um, now, is it Caribbean or Caribbean? Either way. All but right. we're not here to talk about that. No, that's fine. I mean, no, no but that's but that's probably yeah. more relatable than, uh, you know, a guy shooting a cop. But I guess, you know, here's the I'm, interesting thing, and I'll just break it down for a minute. As Alan yep. Cruck two Augusts ago, so August 2019, was outside some, it looked like a little tool shed. Uh, it was hardly a shed. I don't know, maybe it was an entryway to a basement in one of those older houses. But he was in there, and uh, Dustin Darling kind of comes around the corner and says, hey, I need to talk to you. And the, 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 we're watching the body cam footage, and you know the, the lacrosse police slow the body cam way down. So you see Alan Cruck pull out a gun, and I think like eight or nine shots were fired I could be wrong there. I don't remember exactly now, but like Alan, uh, Alan Cruck well, shot. shots fired both ways. Yeah, both, yeah definitely. Cruck, uh, both Alan Cruck and Officer Darling it's really, fired. The officer was wearing the protective vest. Yeah, and it's really and, one of those and videos. And had to be hospitalized after that because he was shot as well. Yeah, it was really one of those videos where you're like, wow, policing, not not the funnest job sometimes they don't this doesn't happen all that often but it seems like it's happened a couple of times the 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 chain the whatever you the logging chain and whipping it at the police there on uh, right. the other side of town and then this and then that i think the same logging chain guy is the guy that stole the car with the kid in the back seat too isn't he uh, no i i don't i think it was a different case okay well that <laughs> guy got that guy's dead too uh, the police had the I think the police killed yeah, that guy. Well, that was definitely a different case because uh, you're talking about the Lexvold case with the, the logging chain. Yeah, I thought didn't Lexvold steal the car too? I just I just, yeah, he, he it wasn't the same thing you're thinking of. No, okay. Anyway, so that's the, 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 in in a, a long story short, Alan Crook he he had a sentence today. He pleaded no contest uh, to the charges, and and then he I think he you know they he pleaded down to some degree. So yeah, what did what did well, the... and they just they they dropped a few of the charges that he was facing, including one in Monroe County, but uh, they were considered in his sentence, which is 15 years in prison, and that would be followed by five years of extended supervision. Did the did the judge? Because this is the only time I, I you know I'm watching this, I'm watching this, I'm getting to the climax of the the show, the hearing, and then I have to do any something else, and so I don't get to hear what the judge said. Do you remember what the judge said? 
And what's Judge well, Judge, Ra- Judge yep. Ramona Gonzalez was the, the sentencing judge here, and uh, she said after uh, Mr. Kruk had apologized for what he did, he he wishes he could go back and not pull the trigger. He wants to become a counselor, and uh, the judge said that a 15-year prison sentence, if he gets counseling, if he gets mental health uh, assistance, drug and alcohol assessment, he is not allowed to have any kind of firearm or weapon, no controlled substances, no contact with Officer Darling, or no attempt to try to seek out Officer Darling uh, outside or on work. And uh, he, uh, the uh, agent uh, who was investigating the case, uh, the judge said uh, the agent does believe that Alan Crook is remorseful and there is hope, and it is not going to be prison for the rest of your life, but it is punishment. Now, now what what had happened is that uh, Alan Crook said that he had thought he had needed, he thought he would need protection. Is that he doesn't normally like guns. But he thought he would need protection on that particular day, August of last year, because he thought that bikers were after him for stealing money. Now, and uh, that, and he thought he needed to protect his daughter, and that led to the confrontation. And Judge Gonzalez said, if that gun was not involved, but for that gun, we would not be here. If Alan Crook did not have a gun, obviously there would not have been a gun fired at Officer Darling, and there would not have been the officer firing at him. And it would have been much more likely that the officer would have arrested Alan Cruck, and nobody would have been shot, and it would have been a much lesser case. Yeah, a stolen gun at that, on top of yeah. that. So, but Alan Cruck could have said he was just uh, acting in self-defense, right? Could have got that. Well, because he, because he, was, uh, he had said he had just been on a meth high is that he he's had mental health problems he has had drug problems so he was not in a good situation when that incident happened all right david brzezinski that's the guy that stole the fcv brad right and that was about three years ago yeah so another one of them situations where not not the funnest so so she didn't really, the judge didn't really give Kruk a scolding at the end. I mean, Kruk was crying when he was reading his, you know, apology to the police. So uh, I don't know. I don't know. You probably, you've heard your fair share of those when you're at the court, right? Yes. I mean, she, and she also said that uh, the the gunfire, it, it, that the officer darling was lucky that uh, the the shot hit him where it did, because if it had hit him somewhere else in his body, it might have been his death. It might have been a life sentence that Alan Crook faced. So there were a number of fortunate things that happened, but it was also unfortunate that there was a gun in that situation and uh, the shootings occurred. All right. Cool, Brad. Thanks a lot. Get back on vacation. Have an umbrella drink for me. Oh, sure. <laughs> All right. Brad Williams, Wisdom News. Uh, watching the watching court hearings on on his vacation. Don't know what he's doing. No, I I understand. It's he's he's always working, even on vacation. He's working, and that's fine because then I can steal his expertise. Because when I'm doing 17 other things, I can't uh, I can't watch the end of the hearing. So yeah, I mean it was the the Alan Crook video. It's one of them. 
you know, the police put the these body cam videos are often you, you, the one with the the logging chain too. You just put yourself in them in the shoes of a police officer at that point. You're like, wow, this is uh, this isn't this isn't a fun job most of the time. But these are sort of rare instances. I mean, the the rest of the time, uh, you know, they're just giving speeding tickets and parking tickets to us, right? Well, I guess maybe not parking tickets. We got the Jeep police do to do that. I did see too outside uh, outside the studio here, the the cross police must have, or the city must have hired out the La Crescent Police Department because they're directing traffic. So they got their police squad out directing traffic for rotary lights. So take it easy; those aren't just volunteer; those are actual policemen. I think. Well, they're driving a police car anyway, so don't do anything stupid because they're you know you might get a ticket for that too. Uh, I thought that was funny though. I went and talked to him. I'm like, oh, so we're hiring out from Minnesota now. We're giving uh we're giving these jobs to Minnesotans that could be given to uh Wisconsin residents. 608-785-7914. Okay, libertarian guy texted me. Oh, he's just he texted me that he's he's excited to uh listen, I guess. Um uh Kevin's texting. I think Kevin's ripping on uh the cricket thing. Crooked. Maybe he wanted crooked. No. Oh, maybe. No, he said crooks. It, in my humble opinion, this was a very crooked, crooked election. Oh, did Tom try to say crooked? I don't know. I'll have to text him back. I'll ask him. Tom, did you try to say crooked instead of cricket, cricket? Because then at the end, he says crooks, all of them, but he spelled it K-R-U-U-K-S, which is odd because that's kind of like Alan Crook's name. Um... And then another texter said, shooting an officer and attacking another with a chain, proof that defunding the police is absolutely necessary. Not. Are we still doing not? I think we're done with not. we got to put not away. I had a shirt in high school that said not on it, and I don't wear it anymore. So we're done with the, the, the not. And, yeah, those are like the outliers of the job of lacrosse police. And, you know, there's probably 50 drug busts that happen in between those. Um, defunding the police. I'm not even gonna, not even gonna go down that road. It's a stupid phrase. If you if you get mad about defunding the police on one side of the aisle, if you want to just make this an aisle situation, and then other people want to get mad about defunding Planned Parenthood, <laughs> like then you could just like then put away that word. Stop saying defund. Um, refund the police. Refund the taxpayers. Something I don't know. Change the wording. All right, Scott's comment coming up. Caitlin doing the news. We'll be back after this. Uh, Lacrosse District Attorney, Lacrosse County District Attorney Tim Grinke is going to maybe provide some better expertise than I can on Crook hearing that he was involved in today. He can he can comment on it now that it's been sentenced. Uh, this teen, this fifteen year old in the mar- in the mall shooting in Milwaukee, looks like he could be tried as an in adult court. He's fifteen. I feel like Rittenhouse is at this point too. He's 17. Like he's an idiot, right? Like he's a kid. He doesn't, he doesn't know what he's doing. He's in 10 years. He'd be like, man, that was really stupid. I went to Kenosha and shot, shot people. Like, obviously that was really stupid, but I mean, whatever happens to him, I mean, when he grows up at some point, he's going to look back and he'd be like, yeah, I was a dumb 17 year old. Really dumb because I shot people and killed them. But like just how many people, just look back on stuff they did at 17 and we're like, yep, didn't know anything about anything and I was manipulated. I feel like Kyle's going to feel like he was manipulated here. All right, I'm rambling. News, here we go. It's the Mary, it's the Mary, 
All right, welcome back to the Crosstalk PM. Wow, this is a not the song that I was anticipating. <laughs> Tim Grinke is on with me, Lacrosse County District Attorney. This was your intro music, Tim. This uh, weird Andy Will- uh, Bing Crosby, Frank Sinatra song. Uh, do I get to say in that? I'm not really sure. That's what I want. <laughs> I should have. I should have asked you. Yeah. At, the, at one point, there's a there's a point of no return when I pick the song, but um. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't look. I didn't read the uh, title very well on that one. All right, so you uh, you had a busy day today. W- would you call today a busy day when you have a hearing like this, or is this the easiest part of the day? Uh, it wasn't overly busy, but uh, maybe an important day. I'd say an yeah. important hearing. It's a big hearing. And the, I guess maybe today was a little bit easier because he he pleaded no contest, right? So, and we we just had to sentence him at this point. There wasn't. Uh, deliberation or anything right that's how that i use the, the word right there right yep no trial we had no trial but we had uh just a sentencing so yep um and did anything stick out i mean it sounds like you pushed for 15 years and and that's what we got right yeah i, I asked for 15 years in custody and 10 years on supervision after that the judge agreed that that was uh the right amount um it's always hard to know you know when you're talking about numbers of years what's a fair or right amount, but just looking at all the factors, I thought 15 seemed like a, a fair sentence given everything that happened. The judge uh, seemed to agree. Did he get 10 years supervision or five after after the prison? I'm sorry. You're right, five years supervision after, right? So, yeah, 15 years in custody and five years of supervision. Okay. And um, I, I, what what is the, do you, how long have you been doing, doing this for the, the county? 25 years. Do you do you do you have a trial that sticks out that you know why we really put the this person went away for a long time or this person didn't go away for a long time maybe they should have Oh gosh in my career uh yeah there's there's lots that probably stick out both directions um that's what makes it hard to predict because you never know what juries are going to do and you never really know what judges are going to do although you have some ideas it's it's sometimes hard to know what's the decisions are going to be so that's what makes the job kind of tough to uh, tough to predict. Now, Alan Crook, he's a 34 year old and he's going away for 15 years. Uh, he he probably he had a written out statement or an apology, I would say, and maybe maybe two, three, four minutes. I guess I don't. I paused it at one point, so maybe it was longer, or shorter than than I anticipate, than I assume. But uh, how important are those apologies in, in 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 the judge making a decision? Do you think those are pretty important? I do think so. I think, um, and it's always different if it seems heartfelt or just faked, but his seemed heartfelt. I think uh, he really does feel remorse for what he did. I think he's, he tried to explain the best he could. Um, and I don't doubt that he's sincere, that he really regrets what he did. Um, there are some cases where maybe you question it, but I think the judges take that into account. You certainly punish people less if they've already kind of learn their mistake and already acknowledge what they did was wrong versus people who still don't get it or still think they were in the right. I think it makes them a little more, uh, seem more dangerous. So I think the judges take that into account. We're speaking with Lacrosse County District Attorney Tim Grinke. He hates Christmas music, um, but <laughs> just kidding. Uh, with, with, Cru- with Crux hearing, uh, yeah, you said there, there's been other apologies you've heard where you're like, oh, bo-, you're probably in your head, you're like, oh, boy, Dude, this isn't going to go well for you if you're going to read it like that or, or talk like this, huh? Uh, yeah, I think some people, yes. There's certainly some judges that have 
have called people out when they kind of an 11th hour apology, you know, after fighting and denying everything, apologizing at the last second always seems a little bit uh, fake. Um, compared to people who are right away apologetic, even with the police, um, it's I think it makes a difference to most people. And I think most victims feel the same way. If you apologize right away, it means something. If you don't really seem sincere and or don't apologize, I think it makes seem people like they're going to just do this again. They didn't learn their lesson. Um, so I, I do think Alan Crook did really feel sorry for what he did. Alan Crook, two, two August ago, he got into a, a, a real quick confrontation with Dustin Darling, a lacrosse police officer. The, the two ended up exchanging fire. Did Crook shoot first? I think that's like a Star Wars thing. Han shot first. Do you know who? Sh- do we know who shot first? Um, it, you know, it appears that the officer shot first, but almost instantaneous, um, within less than a second of each other. So it was uh, when Officer Darling saw the gun kind of rising up at him is when he started to fire, and um, then Crook returned fire almost immediately. Oh, very quick. Now, are you acting on behalf of the police here? Is that or, uh, on behalf of Darling in court? Is that how that works? No, not at all. No. Um, I, like any victim, I don't represent the victim. I represent the state of Wisconsin in the case. I usually take into account the victim's wishes, and I will sometimes help them through the process. And we've got other professionals in the office that do that. But victims aren't technically represented by prosecutor they've got their own opinions and they sometimes even disagree with us so not technically representing them okay and okay that makes sense and and, well my next question was that was kind of leading into this the 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 number you come up with 15 years do you do you talk to the police about hey is 15 years do you guys feel comfortable with that because yeah i mean the police are probably pretty fired up that somebody shot a cop i think that even in the especially in the movies you see that they shot a cop you can't shoot a cop but uh, this is real life, so I don't know if that's the same. I, I, obviously, they're, they're going to be pretty upset that somebody shot a cop. But do they? Do you have any discussion about the the term there, the prison term? I, I discussed it with Officer Darling and made sure he and any member of his family um, understood what was happening, what we were recommending, and uh, he understood why I was recommending it and was okay with it. I wouldn't um, ignore you know what he felt about it. Um, I didn't talk to the rest of the police department, though, as a, as a whole. I just focused on the officer involved and what he wanted and made sure he understood what was happening. And that's really what I would do with any victim. Have you had, uh, you know, cases like this in the past where an officer has been shot? I have not had a case like this. I, I inherited a case before it was DA. There was an officer that was uh, stabbed with a screwdriver that I've handled on some post conviction things, but I don't think I've had an officer that's been shot before. Okay, so that's a first for you because that would be kind of interesting, you know, if you recommend five years and Darling, you know, he's kind of a younger guy, I believe, and 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 you know, he's he's just gonna go, Okay, I, I if that's what you recommend, that sounds good. And maybe in, in the background all the police are like, F that, you know, like that guy needs to go away a lot longer than that. So I don't you know, the the idea of talking to police, I just I've never I, I don't even know what the process would be. Yeah, I, I, I don't know that the officers, um, they have feelings about other cases as well, even when it's not an, a victim that's an officer, but I would operate the same way. I would communicate with the victim. I kind of tell them what we were thinking. I hear them out. Most of the time we have an agreement. Um, and there are times in cases when maybe the investigating officer feels strongly that something more should happen. But, again, I don't represent the police and... You know, they're entitled to their views, which may be different than mine, but mm-hmm. I try to explain 
what I'm doing and why, and hopefully in the long run they trust my judgment and think I'm generally getting it right. All right, so he pleaded no contest. I, I, is it? Can you just explain the difference between no contest and guilty when it's something like this, when he's he shot somebody? Why why no contest instead of guilty? I think in this case, um, he pled no contest, which basically means he admits that we can prove the case against him. Um, but because he was basically on a meth binge and out of his mind when this happened, he wasn't... Um, didn't qualify as, you know, not guilty by reason of mental disease or defect, but he still doesn't have a lot of memory or thoughts about what was going on and uh, probably pled no contest because he can't really say honestly that at the time he knew what he was thinking. Okay, that makes sense. Um, what about if he went the an, another route? We have this this trial with Kyle Rittenhouse, in, uh, you know, the Kenosha shooting, the 17-year-old. Um, yep. He's claiming self-defense, and we can get in that for a couple minutes, but... Could could Kruk claim himself? You know, the, his story is a little bit. He was protecting his daughter, I think, and and uh, yeah. you know, he it, a guy comes around the the corner and grabs him in that little tool shed or whatever, and then he's going to shoot the guy because why are you grabbing me? I don't know. Like he could cl- could he have claimed self defense? Would that have even gotten anywhere? I, well, I guess he could claim anything, so he could have claimed it. I don't think it would have gotten anywhere because um, I don't think he really would qualify as somebody that had a reasonable fear of death or great bodily harm. Um, if he did, it was part of his paranoia, which I don't think would qualify for a valid self-defense argument. Okay, and then if we jump to this Rittenhouse uh, yep. situation, um, he's he's claiming self-defense, right? Somebody attacked yep. him at a, outside a building somewhere that he was, whatever, I don't, you know, if you want to claim, uh, how, how much of a claim does he have on a self-defense trial here? Well, it will be very fact specific, and I haven't seen all the videos. But there's, um, if you see it as he was the one who instigated things by bringing a rifle, you can't like start a fight or start an incident and then claim self defense. So if you see him as somebody who kind of, you know, brought a rifle to a crowd, he really isn't entitled to say he was in defending himself. But if you see him as somebody who was just protecting property, as he claims. And then people attacked him, then he's allowed to use self-defense. So it's going to come down to how a jury sees, you know, like, who started it. Um, was he just there protecting people and then he got attacked and was afraid? Or did he really cause the fear and the disturbance and then you really can't claim self-defense if you're the one creating the problem? Yeah, it's really kind of a, a, an interesting scenario you, you put in because, you, like, if uh, if somebody threw something at him and hit him, and then I don't know. Is the retaliator? <laughs> can you retaliate by shooting that person? That seems a little bit drastic. And then also, right. when other people see you shooting people, and for for whatever reason, I don't know, they want to be heroes. They want to stop the guy that shot and killed somebody. Um, mm-hmm. Then are you acting in self defense, even though these people have seen you shoot somebody else? It's just really a, a kind of a whirlwind. It is. It's 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 going to be fact specific, meaning. It's really going to depend on what the witnesses say and what Rittenhouse says his thought process was, because you're right, you can't walk into a business, start you know shooting people, and then as people come to tackle you, you shoot them in self-defense. You can't claim that. But this was kind of a chaotic situation, so I don't know that it's totally crazy for people to think that he was you know, just there to protect property, and it was the other people that were chasing him. It's going to be, it's going to be kind of messy. Um, but that's going to be his defense. He's going to have to convince people that he was 
in the protector mode and defending himself, the state's going to argue, no, you, you kind of created this problem. You're the one who started the fear, and other people were protecting themselves from you by trying to disarm you or tackle you. You can't just shoot them then. Um, it's going to be uh, confusing, I think, for uh, the jury to sort out. Yeah, when this the, the another incident, so it was kind of a three back in September, and maybe you can't comment on this because maybe it's open. I, I guess I don't know what ever happened to this this James Gallagher that ended up uh, letting either slashing or letting air out of tires at at, the, at a at a hotel in on Alaska, and then people saw him doing that. He was dressed in all black when he did it, and then they kind of chased him, and then they ended up out in the street uh, in front of Farm and Fleet, and he, I think, in self defense you could say, was ended up stabbing somebody that was chasing him down. But they were chasing him because he was letting air out of tires on all these buses at, the I think, the Stony yeah. Creek. So, uh, Stony Creek, yeah. Did that, is that, has that gone through the courts? or did it, it's, you, still, it's still pending, okay. so I, I can't say much about that other than it's still pending. But okay. it's, it is similar to Rittenhouse in terms of, you know, who started it and, and when can you defend yourself when you're maybe the cause of part of the problem. So, um, all right. And then I, I guess I, since I have you here and we, I was, I was kind of joking how we become experts in all these different things. As they go through the news, we become, uh, vaccine experts and virus experts oh, and, yeah. and elections experts and Supreme court experts and gun rights experts. The, the Supreme court has decided not to hear, I, I guess you want to call Trump's lawsuit with uh, election fraud. Um, what did you think of that decision today? I I think they made the right decision. I I thought when he filed it, the law is pretty clear that you have to file those types of challenges in circuit court. And uh, if you read the decision, that's what the court decided, that uh, they are not a court that you go to to battle out factual differences. You have to start at the circuit court level. So they really did decide whether it was worthy or not. They just decided it wasn't the right place to file suit. Um, he may not have time to start down at the circuit court, but I agree with them. I think the statute's pretty clear that when you're challenging voters and elections, you've got to start the circuit court so you can call witnesses and develop facts and have some uh, determinations made in the Supreme Court is not the place to do that. The uh, the only entity that doesn't have to do that is a Foxconn, apparently, right? They just get to go right to the Supreme Court. We've made that avenue for them. I, well, there are some ways to get to the Supreme Court, but in election law, at least, I know that there's a specific statute that applies. So um, in this case, I think they made the right call. All right. Lacrosse, District, uh, Lacrosse County District Attorney Tim Grenke, hey, I appreciate you you coming on. <laughs> hey, Tim, can you come on in 10 minutes? That'd be great. Uh, I appreciate it. No Thanks problem. a lot, man. No problem. All right. See ya. All right, we're going to take that last quick break and wrap up. Trumple, Tom's calling. Tom, I'll get to you in a minute. If you want to hold, we'll be back. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. I'm going to laugh every time I play a Christmas song this early in December. Uh, we just uh, got done talking to Tim Grinke. Trumple Tom wants to get in here. Trumple Tom, go ahead real quick. Okay, I just want to mention that we give our law enforcement a very difficult job, and whenever somebody points a gun at one of our officers, uh, the officer does not know if that person is going to shoot them or not, and they should shoot it, and if a person shoots at a police officer, he should never, ever get back out on the street. All right. Uh, life sentence for shooting at a police officer. Uh, the way the way it sounds to me is that 
uh, what's his name? Alan Crook didn't. Well, he was he was methed out. I think he was meth. He was drugged out. Let's just say it that way. And he didn't know what he was doing. I think he was being a little paranoid. Uh, had a stolen gun. So there's that. Yeah, 15 years, 34 years old. So he's going to be out, you know, around his 50 years in life. Uh, I don't know if if he would have killed Darling. That would have been that would have probably that would have probably been a different story. I guess the he's he's lucky. They're both lucky that he wasn't killed. I think part of the the defense attorneys, um, what he was saying is that, hey, it's it, it was lucky that it was an officer with a bulletproof vest on. Otherwise, you know, if it would have been just anyone else coming around the corner, they would have been dead. I think maybe Grinky said that. I I get confused. I get confused, guys. So many things to. To read, we got to be experts on all these things, and I had to be become a Alan Crook expert as I'm watching the hearing today. Um, all right, so that's gonna wrap it up. I uh, what is tomorrow? Tomorrow's Friday, right? Oh, good. You know what that means Dr. Anthony Chagoski. He's gonna come in. Well, he's not gonna come in because of COVID. Thanks, COVID. Uh, he's gonna come on. I'm gonna call him up, and we're gonna talk about. We could talk about the Supreme Court decision a little bit more too with Chagoski. I think he's got a lot to say about it. Um, I, I did have uh, a couple of other things I wanted to get get his opinion on. Feehan being involved, Bill uh, Feehan being involved in this lawsuit with uh, where Van Orden said, "I hey, I'm not a part of that," and preemptively pardoning pardoning Donald Trump's kids. I thought that was kind of a funny. I saw a meme, guys. Preemptive pardons for Trump's kids. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening. We'll be back tomorrow.